0: This is a GRDC podcast.
1: Hi there, I'm Sally Maguire. Cucumber mosaic virus, also known as CMV, is a seed transmitted virus that can cause yield losses of almost 100%. That's why GRDC is investing in a project that will support industry by providing information on minimising the impact of CMV-infected seed, specifically on lentil yield, in the southern region. The project also aims to promote awareness of seed health, seed-transmitted viruses and yield penalties associated with different levels of virus infection. To find out more about the research being undertaken, I spoke to Piotr Trembitsky from Agriculture Victoria who started off by explaining more about cucumber mosaic virus.
0: So cucumber mosaic virus, it's actually quite an old virus because it was first detected over 100 years ago in cucumber, Obviously, it wasn't known as a virus back then. It was just based on symptoms. Researchers, so, you know, people found a sort of weird discoloration mosaic on the leaves, and that was associated with uh, yield loss and disease. And since then, been known to affect lots of different plants hundreds of different plant species this virus can affect and obviously for us the most problematic in grain crops, in agriculture crops where this virus can reduce yield. So for lentils it can be quite problematic. Obviously there's a bit more complicated, I guess we can talk about later, how the virus can affect the grain or the yield based on different climatic conditions and whatnot. But it can be quite devastating, up to 80-90% of grain yield losses in lentils as a result of biomass reduction in the order of 70-80%. So this virus is transmitted by aphids, by little flying insects that feed on infected plants and then go to the plant that they want to infect to, but also is transmitted by seeds. So I guess that's why it's a bit more difficult to control this virus because, first of all, we want to make sure when we're sowing lentils that they are virus-free. And secondly, we want to make sure that you know we're not putting new seeds or sowing crops into a paddock in the field that might have weeds or other volunteer crops that might be positive for the virus.
1: So how well is it currently managed in Australian cropping systems?
0: So... It can be problematic. And I guess the reason that we're doing this research is that it's more or less managed, but there are outbreaks of that virus in individual paddocks or sort of on a larger scale. And there are certain events that we probably don't understand how they influence the epidemics of this virus. So even though it can be managed, sometimes it's very difficult to manage and we don't really know why. So, you know, part of this project that we are talking about today uh, is about sort of have this understanding, you know, what contributes to the epidemics, you know, why we have outbreaks of the disease despite, you know, using uh, management strategies.
1: Tell me a bit more about the research that you have underway on CMV in lentil and the knowledge gap that it's going to fill.
0: So we know that CMV, a cucumber mosaic virus, is transmitted by seeds, but also is transmitted by aphids. So what do we call it? Non-persistent transmission. So we believe that most of the epidemic happens when aphids goes into infected plants, acquires the virus and, you know, for this virus, which called non-persistent virus transmission, takes seconds. So, you know, aphid can very quickly acquire the virus from infected plant and rapidly also transmit the virus in a few seconds of feeding or probing on the plant, on lentils, for example. And we know that, you know, aphid does not retain the virus in the body. So usually just spread very quickly to the lentil crop, let's say, but also is transmitted by the seeds. So knowing what level of infection we might have around the paddock based on previous years, a few things can be put in place to minimize the spread of the virus, like adjusting time of planting, reducing volunteer crops and stuff like that. But also the critical part is what's the level of infection is in the seed lots. So Growers need to know how much infection they might have in their seedlots and what's that going to represent later on during the growing season. So, this project trying to identify the knowledge gap in terms of what's it's a safe level of seed infection that can be used for sowing in following years and how can that be managed? And also, how that level of infection is going to impact the spread by aphids so you know we have let's say seed lot that have half a percent of infected seeds so we would think that you know that level of plants going to be infected but then when we have a situation where there's high level of Aphids flying around, they can spread very rapidly within the crop from plant to plant. So we want to have this understanding, you know, what safe level of seed infection can be used. We believe that, you know, we prefer not to have any seed infection, but actually if there is some level infection, you know, what kind of yield losses we can expect, but also what does it mean for this you know, secondary spread by aphids.
1: So let's talk about your methodology a little bit. What have you observed on the trial sites in Victoria and South Australia so far with this research?
0: The idea behind this methodology, actually what we're doing, is that we have four sites, two in Victoria and two in South Australia. We have lentil plots with varied level of seed infection. So we planted those plots we're in the process of measuring the level of infection in those plants based on level of infection in the seeds. We don't really have results yet because you know the plants are still growing and such. But in probably the next few weeks, we're going to collect a number of plants from within the plots that we know what level of infection they had during the sowing. And we're trying to measure what level of infection is now when the plants are germinate and and fully grown. And then we're going to harvest those plots. We're going to look at the grain yield and compare to uh, non-infected plots. So I guess it's going to give us understanding of the impact of the seed infection on the yield. We're also monitoring aphid's activity so we're trying to have a good understanding if there is some sort of weather event or some sort of flight event or increased aphid activity that might contribute to the spread of this virus from, you know, let's say our infected plants to neighboring plants or if there is sort of high level of CMV infection across that region. So we have four sites two in Victoria and two in South Australia. And I guess they're going to give us understanding of what level infection means for the yield and how much losses we might expect.
1: I understand that one of the main objectives of this project is to provide southern region lentil growers with a risk matrix guide. So tell me a bit more about that and how they'll be able to use that as a resource.
0: So that's probably the main thing that we want to achieve out of that project, obviously based on two years yield loss data. We're hoping that is going to be enough to have some sort of information and have this risk matrix guide for them. And I guess this came out of discussions with growers and agronomists over the last few years that we couldn't really answer the question, you know, what level of infection in the seed it's safe for them to use because lots of growers retain their own seeds and quite often, I guess, they're a bit reluctant to test them, which we're highly encouraged to test the seed lots before they're using them or planting them. But, you know, this hopefully is going to clarify or provide that information that, you know, this level of seed lot infection you can probably get away with planting, but, you know, when you go to the higher level of percentage of infection, you shouldn't. This is a bit more complicated as well, because obviously it's going to depend on the season. How? Because you know, we might have, let's say, 1% of infected plants as a result of seed infection. But then if we don't have any aphids, that 1% of infection in the paddock will remain as a 1%. But if we have higher number of aphids, we might have all of a sudden like 20 or 50 or 30% or whatever it might be. And obviously that's going to defend a lot of different factors. So, you know, with this risk metrics that we hopefully will be able to provide to the growers by the end of this project, we'll give them sort of indication of what the safe level of seed infection in their seed loss that they can use. Or maybe it's going to show clearly that avoid using any infected seeds.
1: So currently, what are your key messages to growers on the topic of CMV?
0: So as this project only started and we are through our first experiment, our first growing season, the key message is remain the same. Test your seeds to make sure that you know what level of infection you have. And seed health is very important. Then making sure that there's no volunteer crops or weeds and such that can influence the infection. And also the monitoring. It's very critical during the growing season. And I think this year, 2022, it's quite a wet year. There's lots of great looking crops, also lots of crops that are under stress because of the water logging, but it's potentially a great year for virus infection as well. So it's very likely that there's few crops, you know, few fields might have high level of infection, which might represent infection in the seed lots. So, you know, for the next year, it's very important to making sure that growers are using healthy seeds. And hopefully by then we have some information about the different levels and, you know, through the following year as well. But I guess the main message in remains the same, seed health, making sure that the sowing is done at the optimal time. And also it's a clean paddock, we don't have volunteer weeds and other crops there.
1: That was Piotr Trembitsky from Agriculture Victoria. This has been a GRDC podcast. I'm Sally Maguire. Thanks for listening.